go Anywhere you look, you can find me on the low With my nose in a book Turning through the pages, reading through the script About to hit a million words, yeah it's lit, 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 lit Said it's lit, 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 lit Yeah it's lit, 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 lit And welcome back to the fourth episode of the It's Lit podcast. Today we are doing author awesome authors, awesome authors. And who is our awesome author for today? Rick Riordan. Is it Riordan or Riordan? I still can't pronounce Ryordan. his last name. I pronounce I've it Riordan. Ryordan. I've always said that. I feel like I went to Powell's a, like a few months ago, and they had it like Riordan or something. Oh, but okay. that just sounds. Weird I mean, to it's me. like Rio. So maybe it is Riordan. I don't know. Riordan. We're not very good stands if we don't know how to pronounce <laughs> the name properly. But we're going to talk about uh, the awesome author, Rick Riordan. And basically this came about because we wanted to have conversations about one of the books. And then we couldn't narrow down between the five series that he's written. And then we were like, oh, maybe we'll just talk one about one of the series. And then we couldn't name narrow it down between the series. And so we were like, how about we just talk about all of it? So... Uh, I consider myself a Rick Riordan fan. You are three of the biggest Rick Riordan fans that I know. So we're going to talk about his his series and the books that he writes. And we're going to talk about his style. And then we're going to talk about our favorite series. And then we're going to get into a little bit about of a, like almost like an Avengers assembling of a team of <laughs> Thanos is coming to destroy the universe. Right, I don't know. But what, who would uh, be Thanos? Yeah, huh? Thanos is just a Gia. Gia. be Thanos, Gia or Kronos. Well, Definitely I just, Gia. I, I was just doing a Gia. She's no. much more powerful. She. Yeah. So, what's so just the biggest baddest person out there, <laughs> deity out there? What what uh what five characters from all the books are we taking to destroy said deity? Uh, so yeah, so we're gonna go around. Who wants to talk about what Rick Riordan's movie style or like his writing style is? Well, he goes, he takes a lot of myths from like Greek mythology or later Roman mythology, Norse mythology, Egyptian mythology, and in each series he has characters who discover that those myths are actually real and they are in some way connected to them, whether they're like, whether their parent is a Greek god or something like that and he has them go on all these adventures and they encounter all of these different characters and monsters from mythology and it's really cool so emily what are what are the series that you have read that he has written well i've read the the, the main one the percy jackson and the olympians and the heroes of olympus and i don't know how to pronounce the apollo one trials trials, apollo. trials of apollo. apollo yeah i've read that one okay and what about you um i've read uh uh the first two ones that are like the main ones and then i've also read one book in the norse mythology one and then two of the trials of apollo okay and then you are I've read everything except for the last two books in the Kane Chronicles because I barely got through the first book okay. and because I was disappointed that Percy wasn't there. Okay. <laughs> I have read Percy Jackson. I've read the second one, The Heroes of Olympus. I read Magnus Chase. 
and I am in the second book of Trials of Apollo right now. I too am a little disappointed in having trouble getting through that because Percy's not in it and I'm a little yeah. bummed about it. He was it. in the first he one for like five minutes and yeah. then he like, like yeah. left. He appeared for but, once. But you know, at one. least he has a new baby sis sister. So right. like yeah. he's happy. Oh, there's another five books coming about that. <laughs> it is like there's, there's yeah. five more. Another like adventures, books. <laughs> adventures of Percy, Annabeth, and a little sister. Right. Yeah. Tagging along. Did you read the very first series yes i okay. did i i'm a newbie too because i did not read it until last year was the first time oh. i read, so I, I, read I read them in third grade that's wild so five years ago fourth grade. yeah four Sixth years ago grade. a couple years ago yeah so i i so here's what happened to me 2017 2018 school year i finally read the harry potter series and i <laughs> obviously loved it and that's a whole nother podcast but then i was like I, I think i'm ready for some more fantasy series type stuff and i finally opened up uh, the Lightning Thief, and I read that first one, and I was like, let's yeah. go, and I really <laughs> appreciated that, and so I, I read all of that series and all of Heroes of Olympus in a row, mm -hmm. and then this year I knocked out Magnus I Chase. I remember that. I spoiled one of the books for you. Yeah, I know. I <laughs> remember that, too, and that's that's the problem with reading books like this in a middle school, because you're just walking around, and all of a sudden, somebody's like walking past you, and you're like, oh, yeah, and so-and-so dies, and you're like, dude... <laughs> I know the book came out five years ago, but like I'm Please. 100 pages into that book. Yeah. Uh, what are some other things that are like really char characteristic of how he writes? Um, I would say that like there's certain books that are just so slow. Like um, Rick Riordan does do a good job describing, but he'll do it in like one or two sentences. And then like the action or the adventure or, you know, the drama, it's like way more focused on that rather than the color of someone's shirt, you know? And I think the f more fast-paced it is, like, the better and more engaging it is. I was like, gonna say that, too. It's mostly, like, dialogue and action, mm -hmm. and the dialogue is really funny, and then the action is, most of the times, weird. But, like, <laughs> and then you mix it together, and it just really helps Brings you it too. all together. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a, there's definitely a level of goofiness and pop culture mm -hmm. type of stuff that uh -huh. he'll throw in where all of a sudden Thor is listening to a Beyonce album and yeah. you're kind of like, wait <laughs> yeah. a second, time, what's happening here? Uh, but I think his books have, in my opinion, gotten progressively goofier. I don't think mm -hmm. the early Percy Jackson books mixed as much pop culture into them as yeah. much as they do now. I and feel like, like he like barely... like kind of like put like maybe one or two things and then he was too afraid I guess at Testing the, the beginning yeah. Yeah. yeah and then now he's like here's someone dabbing or something like right. that <laughs> here Zeus is dabbing as he's throwing his lightning bolts yeah. and, and don't, they even and in Magnus Chase they even make a reference to Thor being angry at Jesus I think uh. and because they got in some sort of fight and I think that he's definitely grown confidence in like delving into other stuff. So this is the thing that's really interesting to me. And I, I think bringing Jesus up kind of brings that all in. Yeah. Is how the, the mythologies all seem to kind of intertwine, blend together, and coexist. And it's always interesting to me where... What's going on in the Norse mythology universe as Gaia or uh, what's the Titan? Uh, Kronos. Kronos. It's like Kronos is going to destroy the entire universe. Like what's happening with Odin and Thor and Loki? Yeah. 
Oof. do are they destroyed if Kronos well, wins? And that's always been a fascinating. Yeah. Have they ever interacted besides Greek and Roman? I don't think I, I know Annabeth and Magnus have interacted, yeah. and they're both like, "Yeah, that's crazy that you got that going on. We yeah. got this going on over here." And it's like I feel like both of those things would greatly affect. Mm-hmm. But I also appreciate because I think uh, Sam in Magnus Chase is is a devout Muslim, so like she practices the Islam faith, and he does a really cool job of being like, "Yeah, these are gods, but they're not." God, and it's cool how he balances and weaves through mm-hmm. religion and deities and belief systems and stuff like that. And like, she is a she's a daughter of Loki, but she's also Muslim, and she also like praises Allah and she prays every single day. She prays mm-hmm. to the the five times a day, and so I think that's a really cool like interweaving type of yeah. thing. Um, yeah. What do you? So what is it like when you guys read that stuff? Like, do you have questions along those lines? Um, it definitely raises a lot of like deeper thinking, but then the books just like move on so quickly from them that it's hard to like actually think about it. Like he just mentions everything almost just in passing. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 do the gods like? I know, obviously, like Greek and Roman. That's like a whole like different weird thing. <laughs> but like, do the gods like they're like aware of each other and like? gods that are like the gods of the same thing i guess like are they probably probably because the greek gods are aware that they have a roman side yes they're aware of that yeah so and it almost seems like they're aware of it but they they don't really put that much it seems like the the greek side of them like blacks out when the roman side becomes a thing and then like (laughs) the roman side blacks out and they're like i don't have any recollection of that that was the roman version of me they're kind of like two-sided, I guess, but they don't really know. Yeah. It's like they don't really like recognize that they're that like there's another like thing, I guess. Right, cuz what's Hades in uh Pluto? Hades and Pluto, like remember Pluto is kind of just like a real cool cat and he's <laughs> he's is in the 1920s and he's just real suave and Hades Maybe it's just me, but every time I read the original book where Hades is the Greek version of himself, I think of the Disney movie Hades, and that is what I see the whole time. <laughs> and then you had him in the Percy Jackson movies, which oh, I no. know I agreed not to speak no, of this, please, but he's no. like, okay, They're never mind. But like, movies. he's wearing like a leather jacket and like acting all oh, cool. Oh yeah, and I thought so. Like, and then he turned into some Hades. sort of like giant fiery thing, and it was really mm-hmm. weird. So, what is y'all's favorite series? <laughs> Forgive me. <laughs> Go ahead, Nora. What's your favorite series of them all? Definitely the Heroes of Olympus. Um, and the, f- ori- the original series, Percy Jackson and the Olympians, is a very close second. And maybe even a few months ago, I probably would not have been able to decide between them because they're cool in different ways. But... Um, I feel like the Heroes of Olympus was the funniest, and it was kind of where he was at his best in his writing, and it keeps you the most engaged. And he introduces the most characters, and they're all really cool and really unique. And after that, he loses a little bit of that. 
What about you? Yeah, I would say Percy Jackson and uh, what's the first one called? I cannot the Olympians. remember. Yeah, the Olympians. Um, so I would say Heroes of Olympus because like there's a lot more plot and a lot of different things going on. But uh, the last book of Heroes of Olympus, there is no Annabeth or Percy um, point of view. Oh, and that just kills that bothered me, me because I love them so much. So I think. Percy Jackson and the Olympians might be my favorite because, like, my favorite books in there and Grover's in there. It's more like about the camp itself, and I think that's like interesting. I guess like a lot of the events take place at the camp, and I feel like that's like better, and I like that better. I guess I don't know. Like setting the scene mm-hmm. for everything. Yeah. I, I, I would go Heroes of Olympus as my favorite, but I, I think I agree with what you're saying in that Heroes of Olympus obviously cannot exist without the Percy Jackson mm-hmm. series to go forth. Uh, my biggest gripe, when I got to Blood of Olympus, oh, no. I was no. flipping through the books. I was like, yeah, I have same. Piper, I have a Nico, I have a Jason, Raina. I have a Raina. I, I do not have a Percy or an Annabeth, and I'm a little hot right now about this. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, they do have... Well, both of them have their own perspectives in at least Mark of Athena and the House of Hades, and Percy does in The Son of Neptune. Yeah. And after they had that whole first series that was mainly just focused on those two characters, and I really actually appreciated that he kind of moved on, and it was really cool to see inside Nico and Reyna's heads, because they're really cool characters, and even though they're not part of the seven they're also really powerful and like they do a lot to help stop and i i totally give you that i think my my disappointment was just like this might be my last percy jackson <laughs> and annabeth book and i didn't even get to hear from them from yeah. their mouth it's a little disappointing well, but they did I start get... the apocalypse with their nosebleeds yeah. though Oh, well, that's right. Percy. Yeah. I would say well, that that's a pretty big part of it. I mean, like, all of the kids, like, got to, like, see their parents at the end of that book. That and was it nice. It was so upsetting that Athena and Annabeth and then, like, Percy and, uh, wow, I haven't read these books in so long. What's his name? Poseidon. 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 Oh, my gosh. And Poseidon, I, like, it was disappointing that they didn't, I didn't really get to see their last interaction because other characters describe it, but they don't describe it themselves so that was really sad <laughs> what i kind of wanted in that book was like to get a perspective of all the characters mm-hmm. in the book yeah. not just specific characters because then we get to see how everything unfolded mm-hmm. from all of their eyes but yeah. i get why rick probably uh, didn't do right. that it's, this would be super tough to it, write it would be cool if like in 10 years or something he like publishes an epilogue or something oh where, it gosh, yes. Where, yes. where it shows where it shows where all of the characters are at that point in their lives and i know that jason wouldn't be there i'm oh. sorry mr dix but um no, it's been spoiled. <laughs> sorry. but you would still be able to see like are the couples still together are they working are they just full-time demigods still mm-hmm. fighting monsters do they end up starting families right what is the emotional impact of all the stuff that they had to go through on I, their lives i imagine that the way that i always like kind of envision it i feel like percy 
I can't imagine that Percy makes it to an old age, right? He's the most powerful demigod. You're going to be constantly pulled into battle. Mm -hmm. Even if he does make it to an old age in this universe, I feel like eventually there's going to be something. He's going to be like 65 years old and he's going to be pulling out his little pen that turns into oh, a sword. Oh, no. And, and I just feel like something's going to eventually get him. Mm -hmm. uh, but maybe Unless maybe it just ends. He Charles was invited to be a god oh. again. I yeah. mean, I, I know it was like a big thing. Like, you'll never be invited to be a god. But what if he was? Like, the, when him. he's like, you know, 35 or something like I that. I feel like he and Annabeth both are just like, yeah. y'all are gods now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't so, uh, Emily, what's your favorite series? I gotta say Heroes of Olympus as well. Okay. So we're pretty much in... Because I like that Rick is adding more more cultures in there. Like, you get mm -hmm. to see yeah. Frank, who is Chinese and mm -hmm. Canadian, and Leo, who's, like, Hispanic, and Hazel, Hazel right. and all of them. And it's really nice to see the diversity between all of them. I yeah. think bringing, touching on that, I think he does a really nice job as he's going and you can I follow him on Twitter or the Raul Middle School page follows <laughs> yeah. him on Twitter and uh, and it's really cool to see people come back and be like hey I don't like this I was like well if you don't like it don't read my books anymore I don't Sassiness. want people like you reading my books anyways I, I was really surprised at the end of Magnus Chase when Magnus it like falls in love with Alex and they have all this time and they're like holding hands with Alex it takes the form of a girl and then Alex comes back and is like a guy and Alex and Magnus make out and Magnus, no. is, and Magnus Magnus is just like what Alex is a guy right now but it's Alex and I was like whoa I did not expect <laughs> that to happen like good for you Rick I really appreciate that so I thought that was really really cool that he does that and I think he's been a lot better in Trials of Apollo Apollo talks about like yeah. All oh, of his yeah, yeah. Past All of his male partners and <laughs> stuff. And I just think that Rick Riordan has done a really nice job, as you said, coming in and like bringing in cultures and bringing in uh, Sam's culture and bringing in Leo. And you're just like, oh, this is great. There is there's a, a diverse group of demigods who are fighting these awful, awful beings. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that he didn't. So. This is gonna sound kind of weird, but there's some things where it's like they try to put too much diversity in where it's unrealistic. Cause like realistically, if you're living in New York, there's gonna be a majority of white people. Right. And so, I mean, like there's quite a few of the demigods that were like main demigods that were white. And then there was a lot of diversity, but I've seen, I've seen books and movies that are just trying too hard to be like recognized as, mm -hmm. oh, it's a diverse book, but then it's kind of unrealistic, and I think it's cool how like Rick Riordan like was really trying hard to make it really good, diverse, but he wasn't it trying does, too it hard. It doesn't yeah. Enforce. yeah, it seems natural. Yeah, I could totally get down with that. In um in language arts a few months ago, I think they were they gave a few examples of books where there's like a main character who's male and is white and is like the main hero of the story. And one of the examples was Percy Jackson. Oh. And that oh. made me really mad because they obviously hadn't read like the rest of the right. series. And I think Rick definitely like kind of took the next 
step in uh-huh. Heroes of Olympus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I but I can still understand too where it's like it's very much like Harry Potter where there's yeah. like yeah. your main character even is just, black hair, green eyes. Yeah, some some <laughs> straight white dude who's just saving everything, and then he has all of his like diverse sidekicks and stuff. So I I can totally understand that perspective of you know when you have. Something like a book that we talked about earlier, like Dread Nation, where you have a young black girl who is like mm-hmm. the biggest, baddest, most awesome person. It's really mm-hmm. cool to have like, yo, let's go. Yeah. Uh, and I, but I do appreciate Rick Riordan moving towards that direction. And I think you're probably going to get more along those lines in the future as well. Like me as a Hispanic, it's really hard to find books where people from my nationality are in the story. Mm-hmm. And when I do find them, they're too exaggerative. It's not believable, like Keanu was saying, and it's like, I don't want to read that, but Rick does a really good job in that, and that's why it's part of my favorite, because it's like, yay, I'm involved in in something. It's nice. It's awesome. (laughs) Now we're gonna assemble a team of demigods, no, no gods, or just characters. They don't have to be demigods, I guess, and it's just gonna be like our ultimate fighting team that will defeat Thanos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll go. Thanos. <laughs> They'll just defeat Thanos. Okay, so Thanos or, or another destructive yeah. celestial. So basically, being. the yes. five most powerful. Uh, I guess. Or we're yeah. looking for. Or uh, like my favorite. How about we do? S- let's do seven. Because yes, we get because that's seven. the seven. 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 Ooh, we'll yeah. seven. Oh, no, no, I have to think of more. Okay, okay. that's fine. Well, I think we just start throwing. So who is right. who do we have as a for sure? Percy, Percy, Annabeth, yes, and Annabelle. Well, oh, I don't can know. never separate them. Well, yeah, if they're if that's Percy's true. There, they don't really need there. to be separated they're if separated. Annabeth's not, not part of the team. But I probably wouldn't, even though she's awesome and she has like a lot of cool abilities and. She's super smart, but as far as most powerful goes, she doesn't have anything that would be able to use pure force against. That kind of bothered me in the books that everyone has these cool powers, and then there's Annabeth. Well, I think and they addressed that in the Mark of Athena because, like, I mean, almost all of them have like this like special thing about them. Like, you know, Hazel is from. Whatever time she's from, and like you know, 1940. Yeah, and then like there. Frank can you know turn Change into forms, yeah. different things, and then Percy and you know they're all like they have something special about them, and I think Annabeth just kind of being a regular demigod, like helps it because she like raises up to the mm-hmm. standards and is like kind of the same as all of them except for she doesn't have anything especially powerful about her, so then she makes it it makes it like her even more powerful I guess. I would say Piper as well. I mean, yeah. she does have some, like, ch- her charm speak helps them a lot. Yeah. And she can, like, speak in French. Not that that helps <laughs> them too much, but, like... <laughs> it did help them and I don't it know It did where. help them in very occasionally. But, um... But she also... And she expresses it, too, where, like, she doesn't really have all of this, like, great power. Mm-hmm. 
so she, uh, hundreds of children of Athena have tried to go and defeat Arachnid, yeah, yeah. and no one has been able to do it. She's been the smartest of all of them, and I think that mm -hmm. when you are assembling a team trying to defeat somebody, I think you do need someone to be the like the calm, level-headed, yeah. logical. Well, she also smart went through person. literal hell. <laughs> yeah, with right. Cassie, <laughs> so, you know, literal hell. Drink I, fire makes sense. Yep. I, I have a tough time separating Percy and Annabeth. I just feel no, like yeah. they're... There's no they're separating. All right. to be Annabeth's in. All right. Okay. Percy, Annabeth, just... I mean, I think they are the two main characters mm -hmm. of yeah. these these books. Mm -hmm. uh, Annabeth even shows up in the Magnus Chase Chronicles yeah. quite a bit. Percy's in there in book three. So I think... That one was funny. Yeah. I, <laughs> I think those are, those are my two for sure. Who else? Well, I was thinking more of like... You... In the seven, and I guess out of the seven too, you kind of have all of the elements. Like Hazel is earth, she has all of these like mm. rock and gem abilities, mm. and she can also use the mist, so she can like manipulate yeah. people. And I think that Hazel should definitely be on there. Yeah. And then Leo. We have like, Leo. so we have like water and earth, and then Leo is like fire. fire. And, and Jason, Jason is, is like air, air and oh. lightning and all uh -huh. that. We don't speak about that. <laughs> but I mean, Jason is special too. He's special. I, Just in a different way. I think you definitely need Hazel and Leo. I would I would take Leo especially because you mm -hmm. need someone to lighten the mood of the <laughs> Yes. And I, you know, if if we were making an Avengers movie with all yes, Percy Jackson, Leo, plus, we would definitely Leo. need Leo. Plus Leo can make stuff, so that's useful. Yeah. Okay. I I, I like he rebuilt Does Festus count as a character or, or is it a I think Leo Festus, Festus comes with Leo. Festus. Yes. Okay. It's a package. It's a package. Yeah, I think, I think you get Festus with Leo. Okay. Same way same way that Good. with Percy you get the his sword. Yeah. yeah I think yeah. Festus mm -hmm. it comes with Leo. So I think that makes it a little bit a little bit easier. So we have Percy, Annabeth, Hazel, Leo. I'm gonna go. How do we feel about Sam? From I haven't read that. Yeah. Look, I'm not Sam, very familiar. I can't with say Sam. that. I'm sorry. She's really cool. I mean, she also has shape shifting abilities as well uh -huh. as Frank. Are we having? Would it be her as a Valkyrie or her as a normal human? I would say her as a Valkyrie. Yeah. Then she would have, because. If it was just her as a normal human, then it would basically be on the same level as Frank, I would say, right. as far as abilities go. Mm -hmm. But as a Valkyrie, she does have extra, like, powers. And she can fly, too. She can That's fly. nice. She's really, really awesome. She does not take any crap. And she's probably the bravest one in that whole Magnus Chase series. Yeah. Her dad's Loki. Mm -hmm. She comes through, and she just she rocks it. I, but you have not. You guys have not read it. So we. I'm gonna put. We're gonna pick eight, because I'm putting Sam on there. Because <laughs> okay. Sam is. Because we can't all come to a consensus From on that. But just trust me. But trust me, Sam. I think belongs what about on it. Villains that aren't gods, but like, like they would turn good for this. Okay. Like powerful characters that are I like, like against Percy and Annabeth. I can't. There's so many of them. Uh, so when you like said that, Lucia? my first thought was Luke, no. and then I, I, no, I feel like no. I'm gonna Luke cry isn't, now. Luke I, isn't a villain. But what about uh, the the janitor inside of what was his name? It was when they were in uh, uh, in House of Hades, 
Mm-hmm. Oh, the the Bob? really re- yes. Yes, can we do Bob? Yes, I know he's Bob. a titan, but like we'll take. Well, we he, but he turned good. Uh, we can take. We'll take Bob. End, he's a titan, yeah. but we can we can accept Bob. Say hello yes. to the stars for me. And <laughs> I would also. <laughs> don't, don't make me cry. I'm sorry. Uh, I would also add. Well, if we don't want to add Jason, can we add Thalia? Oh, because she has all of Jason's abilities. Plus, she's the head of the hunters. Can she fly? No. Oh. Or could she? No, she she's too scared to fly. Jason can fly, but she's never tried before. Like I still don't know how to pronounce her name. So if she could like harness her flying abilities and get over that fear, then she would be extremely I'm all, I'm all with Plus, she comes with the hunter, so bonus. Yeah, Added bonus. That comes, like, right, the hunters come with Thalia? Sure. Yes. Uh, like, right, that's, that's her crew. <laughs> Added so bonus. So we have Percy, Annabeth, Hazel, Leo with Festus, Sam, Bob, Thalia with the hunters, and we got one more. Wait. What about Nico? I think Nico, Nico would well, be Well, because, I mean, like, he can control the dead. Bring it on and he can shadow, shadow travel. travel. My, I, I would have him. And he deserves him. to have his moment in the spotlight. Yes. <laughs> I like this squad. Percy, Annabeth, Hazel, Leo with Festus, Sam, Bob, Thalia with the Hunters, and Nico. I think Nico comes with Will as well. <laughs> Nico does come with Will. Uh, fair enough. They're a pair. <laughs> We're just like, keep adding. Right, right. Uh, top 15. I mean, it's like... I mean, the Avengers the kept adding people. The whole people. cast. That's yeah, right. true. Yeah. There's like a hundred, like... I know. Whatever. Um, do, I mean, do you... It's probably... We don't even want to get into that. Uh, favorite characters. Oh, my God. We don't We no. don't have time. We literally have two minutes before the bell rings, so... Great. Uh, Peter so, Johnson movies. Once again. No. 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 Here we have... This would be our team to defeat the big bad deity... Percy, Annabeth, Hazel, Leo with Festus, Sam, Bob, Dahlia with the Hunters, and Nico with Will. You get a little bit of shadow travel, you get a little bit of uh, medicinal help and sunshine and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Plus Will knows medicine, so yeah. we good there. Yeah. Yeah. We have everything we need. <laughs> In all of the team, we, we're good. We're set. So we recommend that you all read Rick Riordan books. Uh, obviously, I would recommend starting with the very first Percy Jackson book, mm-hmm. Lightning Thief. I and made I, the mistake of not doing that. Oh, you didn't? What'd How you dare you? I started off with The Son of Neptune because I thought that was the book that came oh. after The Lightning Thief, so then I was confused, and then I had to go back to The Lightning Thief and start from oh, there. Okay. So I basically Fun. read The Son of Neptune four times now. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we we highly recommend that you read these books. If you, if you like... Stories where people come together with different powers and they come together and unite to defeat one source of evil. And I think that, so like if you're a Harry Potter person, there's the bell. If you're a Harry Potter person, if you're an Avengers person, if you're just a fan of mythology and awesome stories, adventure. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody want to say their name again? I'm Kiana. I'm Mr. Dix. I'm Emily. And I'm Nora. Did we introduce ourselves? No, we no. didn't. <laughs> well, we there you go. Talking. There. Right. 
Uh, yeah, so that that was who we are, and uh, <laughs> forgot to do that at the beginning. So maybe we'll do a little thing. Uh, maybe I'll record a little something for us at the beginning. But thank you guys. That was awesome. Can I just put in something that in the first series, when Percy was about to pronounce one of the um, creatures' names, Adabeth's like, no, that gives them power. Second series, Gia, Gia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no wonder she woke up. No wonder she woke up. It's true. No wonder she woke up. You go anywhere you look, you can find me on the low with my nose in a book. Turning through the pages, reading through the script, about to hit a million words. Yeah, it's lit, 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 lit. Said it's lit, 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 lit. Yeah, it's lit, 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 lit.